Aurelia Python Radio with your hosts, Eric Burke and Owen McIntyre. Good evening, everybody. Back from our Tinley Park uh, NARBC weekend uh, of fun and shenanigans. What's up, Owen? <laughs> Uh, yes. I don't know. Give me exactly another day. how give I me feel. Another day. Yeah. Uh, give me another day. It was. Uh, I mean, uh, it, it, Tinley Park was absolutely fun, amazing. It was great seeing everybody. It's good meeting every, new new people. It's good putting names to faces to people we've actually talked to on this program that I have no idea what the hell they look like. It's great to see those people. So, um, it was fun, but the way home. And you know, luckily, we get uh, you know we we enjoy the company of each other, Matt and his wife, and stuff like that. So it made the ride easier, but it's still a long effing day. I didn't get back yeah. to my house till about one o'clock this morning, and only got a few hours sleep before I had to go into work. To the point where Jim got so fed up with how tired I look, he kicked me out of the office at around eleven o'clock. So, yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah. Yeah, we have to give uh, a big shout-out to Matt and his wife, Kim, who uh, we drove uh, basically, what, 14 hours um, to and from. You did. Um, yeah, you did more. <laughs> so. <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah, they uh, – awesome, awesome, awesome people. Matt from Philly Herp and his wife uh, were uh, – we're there the weekend uh, next to us at Carpet Row. And then, um, well, hey, man, I mean, you know, the weekend didn't start so smooth. <laughs> um, mm-hmm. So I, I guess we'll just go through and we'll just talk about some of the highlights for the weekend. But for us, uh, we showed up. It was me, Matt, and his wife. And we got, um, oh, man, I don't even remember what time we got into Tinley Park. I want to say it was maybe like eleven, eleven thirty, maybe. Um, okay. And we show up to the hotel. We're like, okay, we were driving all day. Um, one of the one of the tips that I would give people is that we used to drive overnight, which I don't know. For some people, it, they don't have a problem with it. Me personally, I like driving during the day. Uh, I think it's easier, and um, you know, you're not like falling asleep as you're, as you're driving. So we left Thursday morning instead of Thursday night. Uh, and we stayed over, uh, Thursday into Friday. Um, but when we showed up to the hotel, they didn't have a reservation for us. (laughs) So, um, yeah, it was pretty, uh, pretty insane. Uh, what Matt and his wife had to go through to, uh, to get the, uh, get the hotel room um matt had booked it like maybe seven months i guess it was like seven months in advance uh so we we had it sealed away but um you know for whatever reason somebody didn't do something and uh uh we went through i think it was like priceline or something like that and um Mm -hmm. basically i guess they didn't confirm with the hotel so the hotel didn't hold the room and you know, when you're showing up to Tinley Park um, the night before everybody's supposed to get in and you want a room for the weekend. Good luck. <laughs> Good luck. So, Good luck. Um, 
yeah, so there was that. Then um, Rob Stone, um, who we finally got to meet in person, and uh, he had a delayed flight. Um, then he had uh, trouble with the um, uh, getting the rent-a-car oh, because basically mm-hmm. – the computers were down and there was like 85 people waiting for a car and the place was packed. Um, but, uh, he ended up, we ended up finally getting into a hotel cause they were going to switch us to another hotel, we drove to this other hotel. Then they told us to go back to the original hotel. So we went back to the original <laughs> hotel. <laughs> then they were like, okay, well we have a room with two, uh, uh, regular beds but we needed uh, two queen beds and one uh, bed for the fold-out couch, which would have been perfect because somebody could have took the couch. Two people took the uh, the one bed, and Matt and his wife take the other bed, and everything would have been good. However, in place of the bed, there was way. a jacuzzi, yeah. <laughs> which, you know, usually I guess work. that would – really, yeah, yeah. you can't sleep in the jacuzzi, but um, – you know, anyway, we got the room, we settled in, I think it was about one thirty. I mean, at that point we were all kind of on edge and, you know, uh, ready to, ready to choke somebody. But, um, yeah, we got it all sorted out and, you know, that's how it started. And I, I, you know, I just kept thinking, oh man, if this is how it's going to start, um, what the yeah. hell? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. The, I, I'm, and I'm very proud of all of you because I probably would have lost my mind at the second hotel when they're like, why don't you go back to the first one? I would have been like, oh, really? So I'm kind of glad I wasn't there for all this fun and merriment. So, um, <laughs> yeah, good for you yeah. guys that you didn't like pulling Owen. So. <laughs> yeah. But, um, yeah, I mean, you know, we just hung out and, uh, you know, uh, for a little bit. Then we went to bed, woke up Friday. We're ready to go. You know, usually we'd be arriving Friday. We'd have to take a – we'd have to wait to check in the hotel. We'd all be really exhausted. we um go get something to eat, sleep in the car until we car. check in. <laughs> then we would go sleep in the hotel uh, and then go and, and set up our stuff. So, um, you know um, – it seemed like there was a huge turnout this year. I don't know. What do you, what did you think? I mean, the, they opened up a lot more than what they have in the past, at least when I've been there. Um, yeah, it, 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 they opened up the whole, it used to be you'd walk in and it would be a closed wall to your right. And then like to your left would be all the vendors going all the way down. Now you walked in and to your right was a whole bunch of more vendors and to your left were was the normal amount of everybody going that way, I think, into the several rooms. So it's like they took where – because normally what happens is that side room over to the right is where they have the – where they've had the auction before. So it's like right. they opened it up and added more tables, and then they moved the auction to another room in the convention center. So it was great because we had a lot more tables and a lot more space. I mean, there was that one aisle – where Ari was, that was huge. It was very, very open. Um, so that was very nice. So, yeah, that was cool. Um, you know, I know that they, uh, so we had carpet row and they had a Boa Boulevard. Um, they had a sign. Yeah. (laughs) We need a sign. (laughs) Um, but they, they had, uh, just boas down this one aisle, which was, uh, which was pretty cool. Um, but, uh, you know, when, when, when those kind of big shows happen, I feel like I have to be at the table 
And I did walk around, but I went to like select spots, you know, um, mm-hmm. Rob, Rob took me on a trip around to look at some various uh, species and geckos and stuff that I, that I'm not too familiar with, but um, I can't remember the name of the species, but basically there was only the, the three that are in captivity were basically at Tinley park and um, two different people were working with it. I think it was a pair with the one person and the other one had a male um, but, uh, when you're seeing rare stuff like that, and, uh, basically if nobody continues to breed it, things like that could disappear from the hobby, which I guess would lead us to talk about the, uh, hot news that happened right before we came live on the air. Um, I don't want to, I don't want to talk about it. <laughs> so, <laughs> uh, I knew Owen would probably, he's probably crying in his corner over this one. I don't want to talk uh, about it. There's no crying. There's no talking. I don't want to talk about it. Go ahead, talk. I'm not going to. Yeah. So Nick posted up a picture. I guess this was at maybe a show that he was at or something like that. I'm not really sure. But um, it's a rough scale python (laughs) and a diamond jungle hybrid. So, (laughs) well, my first comment was, oh, and your nightmare just came true. <laughs> um, I think I, 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 I think, I think the problem that I have with this is that apparently, let me make sure that I get this right, but um, it was an mm-hmm. adult female. Now, this is what it was bred to. So the, the rough scale was an adult female, um, mm-hmm. which – basically means that it was the very first year that the first roughies hit 18 months. So the first roughies that people had in the States were 18 months. And um, this was an adult female and they Mm. bred it to a mutt carpet. (laughs) Like, Mm. oh man, Mm. I I don't know. I, 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 Mm. I don't know. The animal just, the scary thing is, is that mm. this animal looks like a. Uh, it could pass for a carpet, man. I would just think mm-hmm. that was a cross, you know. I wouldn't mm-hmm. think that, mm-hmm. that was a hot. <laughs> um, so I, I think my comment was along the lines of like, look, basically, I don't give a shit what you breed your snakes to, but. Um, you know, I think that the fact that, you know, when people do things like this, sometimes like I, I can speak from experience. I had a one of a kind animal. Now I know roughies weren't one of a kind and there was multiple people working with it and whatnot. But the thing that scares me about these type of pairings is, is that rough scales are not really all that well established. I mean, there are, I mean, probably more so now than, you know, back then. I mean, we're probably talking what, 2012, 2013, I would guess, right? Yeah. If it's right? one of the first ones, my bo- my boys my boys were twenty twelves. So. Okay, so maybe even some people were working as twenty eleven. Um but I guess the well, it had to be twenty eleven because they were at the first carpet fest, right? Weren't they? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So second. Second. Was second. second? Okay. Yeah. So, so yeah, that yeah, would have been twenty twelve. Right around right in there. Yeah. The 2012 yeah. adult 2012 carpets are now becoming are now adult carpets. Are goddamn it, Ruffy. Right. Um, so yeah, they were all mass babies were released in 12. Now, if you were one of the lucky ones, like with um, 
Terry in Texas who purchased an adult pair from Cameron for $5,000, you're jumping the game. So if this person could have maybe not had one of the first Ruffies that have became breeding age, he could have invested in a pair from Cameron. Now, that confuses the hell out of me because if you have a pair of rough scales, did you just forget that the boy was there? Or <laughs> what the hell? So it, it just it's it's rather weird and I and I know what you say, it kinda comes as that you don't see roughies too much. They're 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 kind of few and far between. There are very few people who have actually come in contact with them. So why would you take your female roughie and immediately breed it to something that you can get out of a bin at a reptile show? Like, why, like, uh, why wouldn't your first breeding be to your male roughie? And if you don't have a male roughie, why don't you just grab a male roughie before your female is ready? So right. it just kind of just begs the question of you did this for – like, I, and I know there's some people that are going to be like, hey, it's his animal, do whatever, and totally cool. Knock yourself yep. out. But why not help establish more of a captive breeding population of the animal before you start fucking with it? Like, there's going to be plenty of time to do this shit. Did you want to be the first one to make the carpet roughy? And why did you use an integrate? It's like you, you chose the black, uh, like a, a, a muddy black and yellow animal to mix with a cream and brown animal and what were yeah. you expecting the results to be so I didn't even pick right in my opinion but I <laughs> but um right. but that's I mean this is the same argument we had when the colons happened you picked an animal that is not very well established in the hobby and you decided to mix it around I I totally get it that you're just sometimes just chucking animals together and you're just trying to see what'll breed and what'll happen but it's almost like if you have the animals, you kind of have the responsibility to further it through. Like if, if, if I was kicked in the head by a horse and decided to make uh, rough scale hybrids, what I would do is have the roughy female to make pure roughies and then take the roughy male and throw them to something else. This way, the same year I make rough scales and I make roughy hybrids. This way, if you want pure rough scales, you go over here. If you want roughy hybrids, you go over here. This way, it's, I'm not wasting a whole season on making mutts. It's right. almost like the why, like your out of your animals, the males are normally the morphed animals because you can use them in different projects. If the female is the only morphed animal, then one and done. You can't really do too much with her. You know, she's going to make uh, exanic jags this year. That's it. You right. Know, where if the male was the exanic jag, he can go and do whatever the hell else he wants. So. Right. Yeah, I think, um, I, you know, I mean, the thing with the colons is I, I can, you know, uh, that particular pairing uh, Tom Keoghan did, I can kind of see why he would have done it once. Um, I mean, to see if his male is fertile, you know, because they were having mm-hmm. so many problems with the eggs, you know, they would get ovulation, but it just wouldn't go the distance. Um, so with Bolins. You know, I could see that happening. However, me personally, I would have fed them to blackheads when they hatched, you know. Yeah, well, um, and then what is it? Casey Cannon posted right up on the carpet discussion after Nick. A Bullens carpet 
Jag Sib for $300 that he saw at the last Repticon. And it it clearly is one of the colons has been added to bread to a Jag or something like that. So it's right. even more and more less of a Bolins and more and more like a carpet. So that's where people start getting scared, and that's where people start getting freaked out. Now, obviously, the rough scale hybrid um, or the sum of Owen's nightmares is what we're going to call it. Um, <laughs> doesn't it looks like a carpet on the surface, but if you know what you're looking at, you start seeing the rough scale in it, especially around the head. It doesn't have that giant shield in the middle like Ruffies do, but it's got a Ruffy kind of squared off head. Um, and there is, I would be interested to see if it actually has keeled scales from the picture. It right. kind of looks like it does. Um, in which case, if the keeled scales follow through into the hybrids, we're going to see more of these. I always have said that, you know, otherwise, what the hell was the point? If you can make it bumpy, then why not? Oh, my God, let's do it. So. Right. Uh, <clears throat> reverse of a scaleless. We're adding more to the scale. Right. I, uh, yeah, I don't understand. Um, Me either. <laughs> it is what it is. But... weekend. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So uh, I don't know. Let's let's maybe talk about some of the snakes that stood out at the show. Let's. Uh, let's Thank just... God. Right. Yeah. All right. Well, I will go immediately with the blackheads. Ah, you stole my thunder. Yes. <laughs> yeah, you, I knew it. The blackheads that uh, they were coupled down and they were high caliber reptiles had them, right? Uh, you mean Dave, right? You're talking about Dave. High caliber so. hurts. I don't. Yeah. High caliber hurts. <clears throat> I'm sorry. Yeah. High caliber hurts. They were gorgeous. They they had so much black down the spine. They looked stunning. And I've seen blackheads before, but never ones that like were appropriately, you know, like I've seen like one randomly on a table, never from like a solid breeder of blackheads that, you know, they look good. The body weights look good. The colors are good. I was digging how much black they had on them. Um, and well, they were, you were, what? Yeah. The, they're they're Western, Westerns. Yes. Um, yeah. Are flipping phenomenal. I mean, that's the animal gorgeous. that I want. If I could somehow have sold <laughs> some animals, uh, that, would animals got, yeah. that would have got me to that uh, tag, uh, price tag, then maybe, maybe I would have been able to uh, to make a move. But um, yeah, they were they were top notch, man. That was uh, unbelievable clutch. Uh, and the cool thing about it is that he sold quite a few of them. Um, you know, um, almost all of them. They, they yeah. were going, dude. Yeah. Which is awesome. They you know, it's so awesome cool to see uh, some love for uh, for the blackheads. Um, so, yeah, I mean, top-notch animals for sure. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> okay. Um, I guess I'll go for Your turn. one. Yes. Uh, so, Rob grabbed me and told me to go over to um, – uh, what was the name of those guys? Uh, I told you earlier, but they had the Timor pythons on the table. 
I couldn't um, say them because I didn't actually see them. So they were from. Um, I'm trying to think. They were the same people that Matt was asking today about white lips. Oh, legacy reptiles. So legacy reptiles had this pair of Timor pythons. Now the one uh, was a normal looking Timor python, but the other one it was so weird looking. It it was like I, I don't even know. Dare I say like ghost esque? Yeah. Uh, um, you know, it reminded me of Echo, your Jag. That's what it like, reminded me of. Where the pattern disappeared, yeah. Yeah, it was really, really cool. Uh, uh, i never seen anything like it. I went back to take a picture of them, but that quick they were sold. I know. Well, um, and it sold to, oh, God, why am I blanking? Um, we know him because he's from... He's from Canada, and we've spoken to him. Oh God! Anyway, he came over and told me that he bought them, and they're they're going to Canada. So, okay. Um, I can't remember. I I apologize, dear God, my brain is so fried. But anyway, um, <laughs> they uh, and and he was talking to me about him. He goes, Oh yeah, they they look so good. I couldn't do it. I I had to do it. So it was like, Oh shit! All right, yeah. So. Um, it was that's and, and they're, they're, I didn't even go to get to go look at them. I didn't even want to look at them after I found out they were sold because I was going to be right. pissed off. So right, um, yeah, you would have, man. You would have definitely. Been I, yeah, but I heard they were gorgeous. But um, so the Timors, like, and I've been I'm looking for a Timor boy since KJ saddled me with this girl. So um, the. Uh, I'm trying to think what my next one would be. Uh, um, I'm going to go with that there was the guys up front that had adult Vietnamese blue beauties in cages just as displays okay. because they were selling the babies. And I'm okay. like, oh, my God, I can't effing wait for mine to get that big. They looked gorgeous. They were huge. But slender body and these big old heads. I'm like, oh my god, they're great. So I thought they were really, really cool. Um, so yeah, I'll, I'll go with those. And they, had, all these guys had nothing but old world, old rat snakes, and they had Baron's racers that were. I think I went over and stared at them like three, four times. And they had uh, cave dwelling rats and all that fun stuff. So yeah, I did. Uh, yeah, I did. I did catch. Um... I did catch that table. That was that was pretty cool. They had some cool stuff there. You know, before we even move on to anybody else, I have to uh <clears throat> I have to throw a shout out to Matt. I mean, man, Matt he yes. killed it, man. He uh he did. He uh he had in my opinion, he had the best short tails at the show. I mean, um he had a lot of focus on Borneos, um but uh he was well represented um as far as uh as short tails go, he had his uh, crazy gra- uh Oh shit! I always say granite. Mar- it's marble. Granite I'm sorry. I'm marble. So- marble. I'm so marble? Used- yeah, it's a marble. I'm so used to saying granite from uh, what do you call it? But it's like his extreme marble um, from <laughs> IJ's. I can't. I can't help it. 
You yeah, enjoy it. I can't so, help it. Right. Dude, we're, we're so, so fried, man. It's, it's not no, even crazy. We're so used to saying granite because of the whatchamacallit. You mean like carbon pythons? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. God damn it. Um, but, uh, yeah, his, his stuff was top-notch. Uh, it some, was. Some and, and really, was, really cool stuff. He was crushing it, and, you know, he's he's selling the table, and, um, you know, he he kind of had, uh, had Lon and Keith McPeak run around his table, too, which is awesome. Um, so, you're pulling in. Oh, damn it. No, we're not. So, um, <laughs> <laughs> um, it's one of those things where, uh, he, obviously, his display is awesome, and Matt had those big displays to have his adults in there, which was great. And you and I decided, like, having the show, it's like, all right, screw it. Next year, we're going to spend a little bit of extra money, have a little bit more table space, and we're going to bring, you know, our adult animals down too, just to have them there. Because I think you really needed the big guys there too as kind of a way to draw some people in. So, yeah, definitely. I, was, I like showing off my adults. So, Yeah, I think it's hard to sell – hard to say yeah extreme marble i got it um <laughs> i knew it was a marble yeah don't um, listen just you know get out of here matt well i you have know. to make sure that i got it right i have to make sure i got it right you know i don't want to i don't want to screw up the shit and i always screw that up you know because i'm just so used Wait, to granite it, but is it a borneo or a blood the extreme marble thingy oh god come on owen what? it's a borneo what? i know <laughs> I'm just asking questions. (laughs) What happened this weekend where it's like everybody's showing off pictures and I'm like, that's nice. And it was like, God damn it. And I'm like, what? What do you want? (laughs) (laughs) Tell me what you want me to say. (laughs) Uh, No, no, they're Borneos. They're Borneos. Okay. Um, Remember. Matt is okay. known for his Borneos. <laughs> That's all you have to remember. Borneos and Matt. Yeah. Matt yeah. is known for Borneos. There you go. Um, okay. So, yeah. <laughs> and then some other cool short tales that I saw was uh, at Matt Turner's table, who Matt Turner was on just a little while ago, and uh, he had some, some really cool stuff. He had a Pixel, which is, uh, mm. which is a favorite of mine. I think that's the uh, favorite morph combo um, which are red, red bloods. Um, uh, you know, it's basically a, uh, a golden eye, uh, a batik, and I believe it's a matrix all together in one beautiful package of a snake. Yeah. It's really cool. It's got a stripe down its back with like crazy, I don't even know what you would say, like a crazy pattern going along its side. It's just, it's really wild looking. I really dig it a lot, which means that I'm going to have to pick up a golden eye from Matt at some point. So, Oh no. Uh, Twist yeah. your arm. Yeah, yeah. Matt is like, well, that's the problem is we keep Matt around us. And then like for three days straight, we bombard him with carpet shit. And then like after dinner, he goes, all right, I got this itch. I got to come look at carpets at Eric's house. So, yeah. you know, that's poor you. You're going to have to um, slowly build up to where you guys can just trade that stuff back and forth. Mm-hmm. There um, you go. 
So as far as uh, let's let's see what else did I see as far as carpets go? So Psychotic Exotics they had a granite super zebra, yeah. which was that crazy looking black snake that Don Patterson had and uh, uh, Carrie and Todd mm-hmm. had posted up as well. Um, really really cool. Um, uh, definitely uh, one of my favorites. Uh, that's a that's a more combo that I'm shooting for. I know it's a cross, blah blah blah. Yeah, I get it. <laughs> um, Sacrilege. But right, uh, nice. <laughs> uh, I also saw at uh, Psychotic Exotics table was this. So this Darwin man really really caught my eye. Um, uh, I was talking to Todd about it, and basically um, these reduced pattern Darwins just kind of popped out of a clutch that um, he had, yep. and. Um, he tried to uh, reproduce it and uh, basically um, he was able to reproduce it. So let me see if I can find a picture that I had on my phone. There it is. There you go. Let's put it over in the chat. Um, they did have, he did have a baby that, that looked kind of like it, um, but mm-hmm. uh, didn't, it wasn't quite as reduced, but man, that animal was really a, a standout to me, and I also share the uh, the granite super zebra. Um, so there you go. Uh, yeah, I don't know what else did you see. Uh, Rob Stone had a wonderful pair of rhino rat snakes that stared me in the face all freaking weekend. Um, that was the hit of our table. <laughs> I know. Everybody that passed by was like, what the hell is that? They're walking, they're like carpets, carpets. Why did he, they have horns on their face? I'm like, oh my God. <laughs> so it's like, that, that happened all freaking weekend. It was hilarious. But um, they were gorgeous animals. And if I had found or tripped over the amount of money that Rob was asking for, I probably would have done it. But um, sensible Owen is sensible. And uh, can't spend all his money on snakes anymore. So, um, <laughs> but they were they were gorgeous. Um, and then uh, Chad Gray uh, brought a, his pair of Inlands to taunt oh, yeah, us I got with. Yeah, picture of them. Yep, I just they, sent them. They over. were there. We go. They were pretty. Um, what else? What else? What else? What else? What else? Uh, I'll tell you what I was disappointed with. There was only one real breeder that had chondros that they produced. Um, And he sold out of them, didn't he? Didn't that what Bill said? They were all gone? Yep. I just posted the pair up. These animals traced it back to Rico. Um, yeah, and, he had lineage information and all that stuff right there. And I loved his um, – he had a tower with these natural branches in there, and they were just curled up sitting on them. It was great. Yeah. Yeah, it was pretty neat. Um, the way they had it set up was like he had um, uh, he had the, the parents in the two mm-hmm. – like it was like almost like a tower. It was two towers, and the parents were on perches which you could see in the pics that I sent. And then right above it, he had those babies in those big tall deli cups with those sticks in it where the mm-hmm. baby, babies were just chilling there. Yeah. But and, uh, uh, he had the price tags. 
and he had uh, the price tag. It was like uh, three seventy-five, but it was in like big red letters, and then below it was like three fifty in big yellow letters. And it's like, I wonder how many people had to like ask him anyway because they couldn't really figure it out. Yeah. <laughs> oh, and there's the, and those are the blackheads. Yeah. Yeah. Um. So then we saw this, uh, which I thought this was just insane, but they had a Johnny Blaze Jungle for two thousand dollars. Two thousand dollars. It was a female, a I believe. It was Miss yeah. Sext. Um. Mm-hmm. And uh, that that whatever sex they were looking for, this was the opposite, and they wanted to. Uh, uh, I guess they wanted to sell. It was a beautiful jungle for sure, but um, yeah, man, I don't know, man. <laughs> Two thousand dollars is too high. It, that seems like not the number. Go ahead. I mean, well, it, it's Two thousand dollars for a jungle. I mean, take away all his all all her. Bloodline lineage, whatever, Johnny Blaze, take it all out of it. $2,000 for a jungle. That is no capability, no nothing, just a normal jungle. The problem is that for this jungle, the $2,000, there were many other carpets that were below 2000 that brought more to the genetic table. So... And I was speaking to a few people, and Balin said that he kind of had a number in his head that he would pay for that animal, and he wasn't going to go over there and offer it because he figured they would probably be insulted. And right. he's like, I would pay this amount, and he's like, and I would probably feel pretty good about that amount. It's like I'm not ripping them off, and, you know, I'm paying what the animal's worth, but they wanted that $2,000 for it. And I remember that the Johnny Blaze animals were priced pretty high when they were born, but yeah, I mean, she's pretty. Yeah, she's pretty, but uh, not $2,000 pretty in my opinion. So I, I would agree. Um, yeah. So that was something that kind of stood out to me that everybody was kind of like, are you kidding me? What the hell? Why would Mm -hmm. (laughs) you know? Um, uh, Balin bought a Hummel, jungle that was in somebody's display like two rows over that was a female that was insane bright yellow for like not even half the price of that animal so Uh, it's like yeah you know who took uh john battaglia uh showed up um and for anybody that so this is another thing that i kind of had to reflect on uh for a second um (laughs) it's freaking hilarious (laughs) what that i have to reflect well it's just like no, 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 that, that John Batagas is walking around, and, like, half the people who their first word out of their mouth is gamma. Yeah, and they didn't so even know who he was. They didn't even know who he is. He's walking around the table. He's walking right by these people. And some of these people, I know for a fact, can't say what their animal is without regurgitating the word gamma. And he's walking right past them, and they don't even know who the hell he is. The guy who yeah. originated the animal you love so freaking much He's right behind you, and you're yeah. oblivious. It was hilarious. Um, <laughs> for yeah, for me, I, I really, yeah, I really like John. I think um, uh, I know he's like really into carpondros and such now, but um, 
Mm-hmm. I'll tell you what, man. He's a, he's just an awesome guy, and he's one of the guys that, um, you know, he's he's not really that out on Facebook uh, that all that much. But um, you know, back in the day when MP was was at it, regular con, con, uh, contributor to the uh, to the show for sure. Uh, to the show, to the forum. God, I'm so tired. <laughs> <laughs> I am so tired. My mouth, my mouth is not working, Eric, man. Eric, say words. Uh, it's like that. Yeah, daughter is. Sure everybody um, knows that there. This might uh, be an early show. I'm just letting everybody know. Yeah. Eventually, when we get done talking, we're just gonna go to bed. <laughs> okay. Yeah. So. <clears throat> um. But uh, no, I just I, you know no, it was like we're sitting there talking to him, and he's like somebody that I would uh, to for me personally was somebody that uh, you know when I was starting out somebody that I really look up to and still still do look up to and uh, yeah you know, I was having a, a good conversation with him and uh, you know our good friend Bill Stiegel who who uh, flew in with his wife uh, it was awesome hanging out Dave with those Meyer. guys again yeah. you know um, <laughs> yeah they did. Uh, they got they got you back, Omac. Um. Oh yeah, that, Bill. Bill comes and saves me, and at random moments in time, like Bill just swoops in and and, and rescues me. It's, yeah. Uh, um, and he he has a great idea that unfortunately we're going to steal from him, and um, <laughs> he he can't stop us. So uh, we won't get Which, into that though. Oh, okay. The Airbnb thing. Yeah, yeah we're gonna. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. So <laughs> keep that quiet. We don't want that spreading around. Quiet. No one else needs to know. <laughs> yes. Uh. But uh. Yeah. Uh, anyway, I don't know. It just you know, it, we have. I guess we just have to kind of remember. Uh, I, I like to keep those guys. Uh, you know, give them the credit for for their work and. Um. <laughs> Give them credit for the work that they've done, and uh, you know, John right. uh, really, I mean, really did some awesome stuff for uh, for Jags. I mean, and then you know, uh, we were talking about um, just the history of the Jag, and one of the cool things was is that he actually called up uh, Jan Eric uh, to talk to him about the Jag, which I thought was really cool. Um, um, you and, go on. Uh, I'm gonna fight with Bill online for a little bit. So. Okay. So yeah, I, I thought it was cool. He was telling me some stories behind that, which was awesome. And you know, those kind of stories uh, they get lost if uh, you know they're not shared and and kept going. So um, yeah, I don't know. It's cool. And, it was cool and, hanging out with him. It was cool to have him there. I mean, this is what you. This is why you go to freaking shows. The unfortunate part is, is that we didn't get to hang out with him a lot because we were running a table, which is why we have Carpet Fest and stuff like that. So, like, what we've always wanted with shows was to hang out with with the breeders and the keepers. And Tinley is probably one of the only shows where you get to do that because you, you sell and do the table, but then you um, you, you get to get to have the, 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 the food and the drinks afterward because it's a two-day show. But – it's one of those things where God, I wish like we had been, we'd had more time to hang out with him because it's like, I just, I would have enjoyed it. So, yeah. Well, there, yeah. The reason I was saying, and I kind of went off on a tangent and didn't even say what I brought it up. He actually said, he came over and we was talking to me and Bill and basically he said that there was a jungle 
that if anybody was looking for a jungle, that they should scoop it up. And that was that jungle, the one that Jason had yeah. picked up. So he, he, he took us all the way across the room and showed us this jungle. And, man, it was top notch. I mean, that was killer. And then yeah. we asked who produced it, and he said Brian Hummel. And, you know, he wasn't asking that much either. I think it was like maybe 500 no, maybe three to 500 bucks, somewhere in that range. Um, yeah, Jason nabbed her up. She, that was a good pickup on that. <clears throat> yeah, yeah, so uh, very cool. Um, you know, when I go and I, for me personally, when I go and I, I do these kind of uh, things where I'm around people again, um, I feel for myself personally, I was kind of a little bit off my game. Um, I, yeah. you know, with the move and everything and, you know, uh, just the, I don't know. I just felt off my game, um, at, at, the, at the show, but it was awesome to hang out with people and talk. You know, one of the things that, that stood out to me about talking, I think this was on the first night. Um, uh, a lot of people, I would assume they know Jeff, uh, Frederick. Um, yeah. He uh, he's the guy that did the uh, Carpet Fest logo. He designed our T-shirts, yeah, and a bunch of other stuff. He um, he, he donated some time for doing like uh, 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 personal pieces for Carpet Fest. Um, he made my rough scale sign. He made your logo sign that I did for your housewarming thing. So it's like he's done a lot, and then he did all these. Um, he did one drawing of. Bill's one the <laughs> and then he no no he, this was before then he oh, did wow. the second one this is this is the second one that is um sickness and yeah. first off I um sickness is probably one of my favorite chondros out there um I I I want it so badly <laughs> so it's like I'm yeah one day because like I have to send out uh. I have to send out snakes to Bill. Um, I hope he knows that one day I will get a box of female chondros and just, like, have them mailed to him. And, like, the tag that says, you know, breed them all to sickness and, like, you know, just to have them arrive <laughs> at his office. Like, like a uh, hundred chondros, just drop them off. So, just that is an awesome animal. And Jeff did a fantastic job with that drawing that he did of sickness it was great oh so, yeah he's amazing man jesus i mean yeah his drawings are just unbelievable but the thing that i really wanted to talk to him about was his outdoor bread lie enclosures so yeah. if you follow jeff at all he he's been posting up i guess basically over the summer he built these enclosures outside now jeff lives down in maryland um which i guess is very similar to the weather that we have here uh, on the, in the, uh, on the North in, you know, in Pennsylvania. Um, and I would imagine it's pretty much the same in that area from, you know, New Jersey, Pennsylvania, Maryland, Delaware, et cetera. Um, <clears throat> anyway, he, uh, he pulled them in for the winter. Um, you know, cause that's what I was, I was, I was curious to see if, you know, is he going to leave them out there for the winter or what's he going to do? Um, the one thing that I was really curious about was if the color uh, had changed because I know there's a lot of thought, you know, there's a lot of thought behind um, bread lie or just, uh, you know, I don't know if it would be carpets or pythons or snakes in general exposed to UV that, you know, some of that uh, color 
that really red color comes out. He says that he didn't notice a huge difference. Um, you know, he had some pictures that he still has to go through to try to like compare. Um, but the one thing that he did notice was the, uh, uh, their behavior, you know, he's, you know, they're always out and about and, um, that kind of thing and basking and everything. So, um, I think he said he waited until the temps were going down into the forties and, uh, mm-hmm. he got, he pulled them after that. But other than that, they did great outside, um, which I thought was really cool. You know, um, it is, I mean, I was going to throw my guys into the hibernation room when we got back. But I'm looking at the temps, and we're going to be, like, close to 80 or something this week. Uh-huh. Like, oh, never mind. It's like, never freaking mind. I thought we were going to get yeah. an early jump on all this crap, and it's just like, never mind. So Yeah. So uh, it was cool. Uh, basically, we had Carpet Row, which I guess for the most mm-hmm. part cons- consisted of uh, Eric Kohler was there, uh, which was cool. I got to talk to him for a while. I yeah. didn't really get talk to him too much i know you talk to him a lot but i don't get to talk to him too much because i don't go to hamburg that often uh but uh it was cool to talk to him um you know of course jason okay. uh Balin was there howard redding myself owen um i know charlotte uh she had some uh jungles and a zebra uh so yes howard's table uh, which was cool. It was, yep. good, it was good to meet her. I mean, she's been on the show before, and it was good to uh, mm-hmm. <coughs> to she finally talk to her. Python radio T-shirt. So, <laughs> yeah. our T-shirts I saw this weekend. It was like it wasn't just the Morelia Python radio T-shirt. I saw Carpet Fest T-shirts. I saw um, the Morelia Python radio Bowling's T-shirt hanging out out there. Uh, I saw our car, our our uh, Green Tree Python T-shirt. Um, it was awesome. I'm like seeing all these different Morelia Python Radio associated T-shirts, and I'm like, yes, more. I'm like, I just want to keep doing it. I want to get it more. I want to have more options for everybody to wear. So yeah, it was great. Right. Right. I'm yeah, sorry. That was, I digress. Yeah, that was neat for sure. Um, and then, uh, am I forgetting anybody? I don't think uh, Julie wasn't there. She didn't make it. And no, unfortunately, uh, we missed Julie. Um, yeah. Well, we had the guys from Psychotic Exotics. Uh, Todd was here. Um, Solana was with him. Uh, yeah, but they weren't at Carpet Row. They were not on Carpet Row. So you're right. I'm talking. This is I'm Carpet Row. Pretty much began with Eric Kohler and ended with you. So we had Eric, Eric Burke. At both so we bookend Eric. Yeah. <laughs> exactly. yeah. There we go. Yeah. Um. <clears throat> You know, Jason had some uh, cool stuff, some cool tigers, and you had that that cool tri strip yeah, thing. Uh, I, I I fell in love with that. Yeah. I'll probably, uh, I should have just traded you for whatever you wanted, but uh, <laughs> well, I, I had to bring I, it down Saturday. Jesus Christ! Yeah. Um, yeah, Kyle produced that. I did not. He um, like every stripe I've ever bred. He in one clutch, like absolutely decimated. Um, it's like, holy crap. I've never yeah. gotten this close to really good stripes like that. So, yeah. All right. So now, yeah. Okay, good. Don't sell that one. Um, all right. <laughs> so, uh, what else? Let's see who else did we, um, I'll, I'll just talk about some of the, the, me and you can talk about some of the people that we hooked up with. Um, 
So uh, it was cool to meet uh, Keith McPeak. Um, yeah, man, that was like talking to uh, her history, man. Like, I mean, when when he was talking, I was just enthralled with everything that the guy was saying. I mean, the knowledge that he has, and 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 I don't know if you caught his post uh, that he posted up. I guess when he got back. Um, but, uh, basically he was trying to compare, um, Daytona, uh, to, uh, to his first experience with Tinley Park. And, um, one of the things that he said in that post was, uh, you know, everybody kind of held things quiet until Daytona. Um, you know, if it would be a new morph combo or a species, I think he put in, uh, in his post, uh, frilled dragons were once thought to be impossible to get, um, as Tuatara are now. Um, and then the first ones that he saw were at Daytona. Um, many uh, of the species uh, that, that keepers uh, would see would be would be seen for the first time. Um, you know, where somebody comes along and opens up an attaché case full of cash uh, to oh, buy God. an albino boa. That's a, that's an inside joke. Um, that's a very big inside joke. <laughs> uh, anyway, I just thought it was interesting. Like, do you think that we would be able to pull something like that off? I mean, I, with the, today's world of Facebook and all this stuff, do you think that that that's something that maybe uh, you know was a good thing that was done back then to get people excited for the show? Because one of the things I noticed is that I think. Today, we take things for granted. Um, you know, there's really not a whole lot of new things, so to speak, you know. Um, so, I mean, there's new combos and stuff like that. But uh, I, I don't know. <laughs> Sorry, I got Stop distracted. Stop while you're talking. You were yeah, doing I know. great. And then you Stop started. it. I, I, you feel um, okay. I had to kick you to get you started again. Um. Do you think that that would be something that could be pulled off or should be pulled off in today's uh, herp world? What do you, what do you think? It, it, the problem is, is that you think you debuted at Daytona because it was the big show to debut things at. The problem is that now, if I were to wait until Tinley to debut something, I would totally miss out. I mean, this is the this is the era of social media and stuff like that. You know, if I produce a clutch and I don't say that, hey, I produced a clutch online or something like that, I'm going to miss a ton of sales. By the time I bring it to Tinley Park and debut it, I've now wasted a lot of time that I could have been spent selling to certain people who will not be attending Tinley Park. So it's almost like, yes, you debuted things at Daytona, because you kind of had to because and the people would show up in Daytona to see the newly debuted animals because that was the only place you were going to see them so it's kind of like a double-edged sword there I would personally not wait because I think you're kind of you know you're, you're you're doing yourself a disservice here but I think it would be nice it would, I think it would be cool if you had something maybe a little secretive or maybe if you hadn't taken a picture of an animal in a while or say like 
I produce jungles. I put up a picture that, hey, my jungle eggs are hatching, but I didn't show them to the public until Tinley. You know, which is fine if I don't feel like selling any jungles between when they hatch and Tinley. So. Yeah. Uh, uh, I don't know. I just think it would be cool. I, I think it would uh, create a level of excitement that doesn't necessarily, uh, you know, happen, I guess, so to happen. speak. But, um, so, so next next year, Tinley Park, Eric Burke is going to debut his captive born and bred Owen Pelly Pythons. You've heard it first, <laughs> ladies and gentlemen. Yeah, right. Um, Stay tuned. Yeah, definitely. One thought to be um, completely unable to get. Eric has found a way. Yeah. But I think the one thing uh, that uh, Keith had, had talked to me about was um, the fact of having adults. And, you know, I kicked yeah, myself because we had talked about this long ago, but Keith was saying about when he, when he was, uh, you know, breeding bloods and short tails, that um, what he would do is he would bring adults and he would have a table full of adults um, and he said that that would get him business for the year. And I think that's a great tip um, if you're going to go and do shows, especially with carpet pythons, because, my God, um, it's uh, it's really uh, – <laughs> I keep hearing you type, and it's really throwing me off. Man. Oh, my God. Will you freaking <laughs> – what is it? I can't is help it. the first show we've ever freaking done. We just had a five-year <laughs> anniversary. Pull it. Get your shit together. <laughs> Can't help it. I want to know what you're typing. <laughs> Don't worry about it. <laughs> uh, anyway, um, especially with carpets, I think that having adults is really um, is really kind of important. Especially uh, whether it be morphs or or uh, even if it's a uh, you know uh, one of the things that I got a lot at the show was uh, you know when they were talking about coastals. A couple of times you had walked away and people were uh, were basically, um, you know, uh, asking about coastals and they're thinking that they get 14 feet. Uh, you know, they, they don't get 14 feet. Uh, mm. And uh, I don't know. I, I think if you have an adult there, then some people may be. Uh, well, it's it, it's like, what was it? Somebody came over to like, I really like this animal and I don't really want the coastals there. They're far too big. I'm like, well, coastals will only be about seven foot. Really? I'm like, yeah. It's like max. I mean, I don't even let mine get that big anymore. Oh, my God. I had no idea. It's like, okay. Right. So it would be nice sometimes to have an animal for when they go, how big is this? Oh, six foot. They, well, it's going to get bigger. I, nah, not really. I mean, that, and I've, I've used that before in my own shows, not just Tinley. I mean, I used to bring – my female jag to shows when I was trying to sell her ugly little gray babies because they right. weren't bright and beautiful yet. They were ugly little gray babies. So you right. needed her. Same thing goes with the bread lie. I brought their mother because she was, you know, rust color red and all this nice cream and they were like brown. So it's like you need to, with especially with carpets, they don't start really, um, they, don't, they don't really start kind of that way. So just um, it's one of those things where it, w- it would help in my opinion. And I know we had discussed it about trying to have some kind of setup where we could almost try to get almost every single uh, member of the Morelli complex represented on the table. 
Yeah, I think that, that would be awesome. kind of cool. Yeah. You know. So, of course, we can't get, we'll have a picture of Owen Pelly. Like, <laughs> yeah. We'll uh, put a picture in a cage or something, something like that. Yeah, we'll, um, we'll put it in, like, one of the displays. So, um, but yeah. it, it would be awesome because it'd be something cool to educate some people with. Be like, hey, check this out. So, um, I don't know. It, we'll probably work on that. And even if we can't get all the Morelia on the table, we'll probably try to get our adults because um, it, it almost seems like people, their eyes get drawn to the to, to a large, impressive adult carpet. So. Yeah, and and that is true. I mean, a, an adult carpet is an impressive animal. I mean, definitely. Yep. Uh, you know, their heads. I mean, if are, you can throw, if you can throw a freaking, let's say, an eighty-eight percent jungle jag adult that's got like killer yellow in a display and like sit front and center, put a light on it. How many people are going to come walking up to it? Right. Yeah. Yeah. Pe- people are gonna. I think. I think we can Ooh, do wow. it up. Yeah. So. Yeah. That's something that we have to shoot for. <clears throat> we'll get um, fancy. High end, baby. Uh, oh, so uh, I have to is. throw out uh, so our good friend uh, from down under, uh, Darren, um, sent us a message and he asked us to look out for two dear friends of him, of his flying up from yes. all the way from Australia, which was uh, Faye and uh, her partner Garth. Um, they came up to Tinley. And um man, what a what a what an awesome couple. Um she yeah. came over and we were talking to her for a while. She was showing me pictures of her all her anteresia and holy yeah. crap. I mean albino awesome. spotted <laughs> uh yeah. marble children's just stuff that you know we would kill for over here and uh uh they were just awesome people and uh you know I was asking them um, what they thought of our show and they were just, you know, they were blown away, um, you know, because I guess for them, there's animals that they can't, can't have or don't see um, up here, which again, we take for granted because um, we see it all the time where, you know, and I was telling her, if we came down to one of her reptile shows down there, you know, me and you would probably be like, Oh my God, <laughs> I'm never leaving here. Uh, I guess I have to stay if I want to keep these things. So, uh, mm-hmm. but, uh, you know, they're awesome. And, and we awesome asked her, uh, we asked her if she could like swipe some silver peppers for us. And she said that you know, <laughs> she might yeah. be able to work something out. So, yeah. you know, it, Darren, you might want to like, Make sure you don't leave her alone in your snake room or something like that. I'm just saying I am that yeah. crafty. So, yeah. All right. Um, so that was cool. Of course, uh, mm-hmm. uh, Solana, she she brought over some berms for me to show me, uh, to give me my berm fix. Uh, I saw some pretty cool, um, you know, uh, really, really awesome berms. Uh, she posted up some pics over in Moralia, et cetera, today, but uh, – um, God damn, those things were hot. Um, but, yeah. uh, they were awesome. Uh, let's see who else. Oh, well, you know, of course there's our, our good friend, Rob Stone. I mean, um, I guess he could pass off for my, uh, younger brother. <laughs> um, but, uh, it was awesome to finally put a, put a face with a voice and a name and, uh, hang out and, and chat. But, uh, what, you know, everybody we talked to 
you know, Rob was, uh, was on point with whatever species it was. It was just blowing my mind. Mm -hmm. Uh, I know at one point him and Keith were chatting about the rainfall and the Halmahera and talking about Halmahera scrubs and stuff. And I was talking to somebody else and I didn't want to be rude, but at the same time, I was like, man, I want to be in on that conversation because, you know, this is the stuff that I that I like, you know. And I, I, <laughs> so Eric, okay. Eric's like, you gonna buy it? No, they get the hell out of here. And then he turns around yeah. and looks at the uh, gets jumps in the conversation about Halmahera. So right, <laughs> but uh, yeah, that was awesome. And then you know, of course, Lon was there. Uh, it's always always fun yeah. hanging out with Lon. Uh, you know, whether it be smoking uh, stogies or uh, you know talking snakes. I didn't um, vomit this time. You know, I uh, we had cigars. <laughs> with Bill and everybody, and I didn't nearly die. So I think I'm moving up in this world. Yes, very good. I'm very proud of you. You put on your (laughs) big boy pants this weekend, and, uh, you know, (laughs) very good. You go straight to to hell. uh, Um, But Lon turned me on to this really cool tip. Um, Yeah. And this happened later on. But apparently uh, Spider Robotics – um, makes this, uh, I, I, I guess it's a new unit, um, that they do. Um, but, um, I'm going to pull it up now so I can share it. Um, it's, um, you plug plug it in, you plug it into the wall and then you plug your heater into it. And then you wire the spider robotics thing to a home, to any home thermostat you can get at like Lowe's or Home Depot, right? And then it just controls the room. Yes. It controls your space heater. And the cool thing is, is that it, they recommend using a Wi-Fi, um, a Wi-Fi thermostat so you can control it right from your room. So, I Which mean, I, awesome. <laughs> I didn't even have to think twice. I just ordered it right when he told me about it. So I just shared uh, the pictures that he, he sent me. But, uh, yeah, that was that was awesome. Yeah. And, that was awesome that he shared that tip with uh with with me. Um but uh I'm going to talk to uh I'm going to talk to Andrew this weekend cuz I have a base uh, an electric baseboard heater that just was installed in my room and that's what primarily heats my room so I'm going to figure out a freaking way. I don't care if I got to rip into the wall. I'm going to find them wires and we're going to rip it out and rewire it so I can plug it in so I can get this spider robotics thing because Lon, we're just sitting there drinking, and Lon's like, oh, yeah, I can pull up my room right now. And he punches <laughs> it up on his phone, and there it is. And I'm like, what the hell? So yeah. That's one of many projects that I'm going to be doing. I want to do the the that with, like, what Lon was talking about. And then uh, this has been kind of grinding me since uh, the Pomona show or the, or the California show, whatever one. Um, did you see the cooler thing that Nick has when he takes his animals to the show? Uh-huh. Yeah. It's like, I'm like, I can do that. All I need is a freaking false bottom, some heat, and a stupid-ass thermostat. Oh, yeah. So that cooler that I brought all my animals in is what I'm going to make it out of. So that's another project I'm going to have for when I'm stuck inside during the winter months. So, but yeah, <laughs> I mean, that, 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 that thermostat thing for lawn is something that I think everybody who's serious has always kind of freaking wanted. And it just just do it. You said it was like what, forty bucks? Yeah, forty four bucks. Forty four bucks. And then 
the wireless thermostat has got to be close to like what? I think Lon said he got his for something cheap too. I saw it on Amazon. It was like eighty nine bucks. The unit that so they recommend. Crap. I mean, you can you can get whatever unit you want, but uh, uh, Spider Robotics uh, does recommend a specific unit. So. Yeah, so you know you could get it done, and then you don't need to worry about that shit anymore. Yeah. And I and I like not having to worry about that shit anymore. Plus. Who knows? It might be easier for when you're trying to drop temps for breeding. It's not guessing. You freaking know. So, yeah, the other thing that he was talking to me about, and I can't remember the name he called it, but he has something on his lights, um, and basically it goes by uh, the the somehow it goes by the calendar as far as um, you know, like uh, when the sun rises, when the sun sets, and his lights yeah. are hooked up to that. Um, yeah, he said it was some kind of switch, and that you can install it. And then what it does is that when it's, it, it, it kind of go. You said you set the date and time of where you are. Mm-hmm. And then what it does is that so it's like you know when you go on weather.com, it tells you when sunrise is going to be and when sunset's going to be. Yeah. And it just does that. It just clicks on lights, yep. off lights, and then yeah. it takes into account daylight savings time and a bunch of other shit like that too. Yeah, so you never have to adjust it, you know. It just automatically it, it does it, you know. So now that I have a room and like you know, not that I didn't have a room before, but now that I have a legit you, reptile room, I'm definitely going to be you uh, have rooms. hitting that up. Yeah, rooms. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. When you figure that switch out thing, uh, send me a link for that because I can't remember the name either. So. Uh, because I might do that, because I have the room now, and I have it set on a timer. And what I did is I went and I grabbed a stupid timer that's meant for, like, outdoor path lights. You install it inside your house, and what it does is, like, okay, I can set the time of day, and I can tell it to turn on at this time and turn off at this time, and it automatically does it. So, like, the outdoor lights are supposed to come on at 6 and then turn off at, like, 3 so that the neighbors don't get pissed off that your outdoor lights are on the entire time. I have right. it set for 12 and 12, and I could possibly do what Lon does, but I'd have to manually adjust every single day of the week, depending on when sunrise and sunset are, and that would get really annoying. If I yeah, that would just be a pain in the ass. Does it? Exactly. Yeah. If I can get a switch that just does it for me, hell yeah. Done. So, um, Let's see. Who else did we hang out with? Did we hang out with uh... – you know, Josh uh, Swenzel, uh, he he was uh, one of the guys that picked up the blackheads. I was freaking jealous he as crap from him. Everything. <laughs> yeah. He picked up, he picked up, and then I made fun of him before, on Sunday, and I'm like, dude, did you, like, mortgage your house to come here and buy all this shit? And he goes, maybe. So I'm like, oh, God. <laughs> um, he, got, he not only got the blackheads, he got a trio of blackheads. Of those yeah. blackheads. Yeah. And then he, awesome. he almost he apparently he apparently was waiting just behind the guy that bought the Timors at the table with the Timors, so he just missed those. Um, last year he ended up buying a pair of Chad's blackface white lips. So I'm like, damn it, Josh has got a like Owen's like dream collection kicking ass over there. So and would you want to get blackheads? Would you get blackheads? Would you buy? I know you're me? not, huh? 
Which, you would know, I what? buy them? <laughs> would I buy them for you? <laughs> um, if I hit the lotto, maybe. Uh, you know, I don't know. <laughs> You're like, you want blackheads? You're like, would you buy them for me? You're like, what? No, it's like, I potentially, but I just never like, hear you talk about them. It's just well, they're gorgeous. They're gorgeous animals, but I, I can't, I can't do the whole what Derek says about like they, it hatches and shove a mouse down his throat. It's like I can't do the force feeding. I've done animal force feeding for years, and, and it would never. Now I know that they've gotten better, and there are some people that don't even say you don't even need to do that anymore. I still wouldn't be able to take an entire collection of force feed it, and not want to get frustrated and just sell them all immediately. Um, the other thing is, is that. I am insanely nervous about putting my California king snakes together. And that pair only cost me 150 bucks. You want to right. see me when I put my like three grand worth of blackheads near each other? I'd be like, don't hurt each other. And I wouldn't be able to move. So there's a lot that goes into them. And there's a lot that comes with them. Uh, I don't believe I'm really prepared for it. Would I ever just keep one because I think they're badass? Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Especially because, you know, I am i don't shy away from the, you look messed up and your spine's twitchy. I'm going to feed you to something. So, I mean, like, I don't shy away from that kind of stuff. And having right. a blackhead would be kind of cool. Um, but I don't think I'll ever do it because, unfortunately, I'm limited the amount of cage space that I have. I do have some plans to expand my room a little bit to kind of try to use every single inch and get some cages in places. Right. Uh, but as far as just taking up one cage with a pet animal, eh, it would probably have to be in the living room cage, and I don't really want Gila monsters. So. <laughs> yeah, well, they're definitely on my list, and that's the, definitely the guy that I'm going to get them from because those westerns are just, Oh my God, this is freaking incredible. Um, so yeah, yeah I, I was jealous of him. I, you know, I was busting his balls basically saying like, Oh man, you know, like what the hell? And he got the one that was like, uh, when me, Andrew and Dave were over there, it was kind of like, that was the one that we were like, uh, you know, I was drooling all over. I had to keep wiping, wiping yeah. the drool from his, uh, displays and stuff. And, um, <laughs> yeah. speaking of they Mr. Were. Andrew Paris, <laughs> uh, I, I always like hand, hanging out with Andrew. He's uh, he's he's what I call, you know. A lot of people say, "Look at me as high end," but let me tell you, man, this guy is high end as it comes. He has such an eye for, um, you know, picking out animals, regardless of the species. Um, I just, you know. He just is very tuned in to what he wants and the look that he wants and very specific. And so I, I don't know about you, Owen, but sometimes it's hard for me to sort of um, – what's the word I'm looking for? Sometimes it's hard for me to stay with those, those you know, like like if the animal doesn't quite meet it, you're like, oh, I could probably work with that and uh, somehow make it work. But, you know, he's like the type of guy It's like, nope. <laughs> not coming into the collection, you know? Yeah. So it's, 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 it's one of those things. So he, um, I actually have a zebra that is hanging out over at my place until the person that bought it from Andrew comes and gets it. And I'm like, I've been staring at the zebra and I'm like, 
can I say you just escaped and then like keep you? No, don't figure <laughs> that out. <laughs> it's like, no, nah, Amanda yeah. would shoot me. I mean, like you know, she already knows it's here, so I have to I have to play nice. But it's uh, yeah. great animals from Andrew, and he's he's always a funny guy. We uh, <laughs> I had the Peterson stripes on my uh, table. And it said Peterson Streps. He comes walking over. He's like, Owen, I think it's a great job that you're working with these. I'm like, okay. And he goes, I think it's great that you're starting to give snakes last names. I'm like, what? What? <laughs> what? And he away. And I'm, yeah. like, I'm like, wait a minute. And it's like, you know, it's whatever, dude. So, and he stole my name tag apparently for part of the day on Friday when you guys were being mean to me because I was traveling and couldn't defend myself. Oh, yeah. Yeah, when we were busting your stones, I said, we have a new Owen McIntyre. We're just going to... Uh, you can never <laughs> replace me. We're just going to make make him Owen McIntyre. <laughs> so I told him to put on the name badge. Oh, it was funny. You'd have to walk around and try to act and walk and talk. I don't think you would be able to be that mean. So. No. Yeah, definitely no. not. Um, but, yeah, it was good seeing him. Uh, let's see. Uh, talked to J-Rod for a while. He was another one. Good yep. to see him. Uh, Nick Scally. Um, you know, I always love that Boston accent. <laughs> uh, um, <laughs> how can we, How many times can we make him say car? So yeah. It's like, car. <laughs> car. <laughs> I'm going to drive in my car. Um, it was great. But, uh, man, he has that jungle. That I, I just freaking that one female that he has. I can't wait till he breeds that thing. It's just freaking insane. But uh, um, it was cool hanging out with him. Of course, there's Chris Salemi, not Salami. Yep. Salemi. <laughs> Salemi. Yes. Um, yeah, it was always cool hanging out with Chris. Uh, Ryan was there with him as well. Um, you know, uh, I, I, I'm sure I'm missing people on, uh, that I can't think of, but um, you know. They're always ones that uh, I enjoy having conversations with. So uh, I mean, uh, we hung out. Awesome with, hanging out. I mean, I hung out with, I hung out with uh, John. Uh, it was John Lovegood? I think is his last name. I'm totally spacing on it right now. But he okay. got those. Um, he got those cool beauty snakes that I was like obsessing over for a little bit. Um, okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He got the. Um, uh, he got that one. It was like some sort of calico kind of thing. It was gorgeous. Um, that was awesome. I almost pushed him over and took that. Um, you know, it was, uh, I had a long talk with Alexis. Uh, we met her down in, um, when we went down to Texas for their uh, carpet fest. Because yes. I was talking to her because I'm like, I, I might want to do poison dark rocks. And she gave me like chapter and verse of what to do and how to set them up. And, really changed my mind about wanting to do poison dark frog. She's like, Oh, it's easy. If you do this, 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 I'm like, Oh, I'm lazy and don't want to do that. And so it's like that whole stop. And then she started showing me all her chondros that she's going to have starting to roll in the next couple of years. And Jesus Christ there, she's got a very nice collection of chondros. Um, then uh, who the hell else did we hang out with? Aside from, like, Howard, Jason, went and, uh, you know, had my stones busted by Chad Gray for a while, uh, hanging out with him. Oh, Ran yeah, always fun hanging times. out with Chad. Yep. Yeah. Uh, Evan. 
Evan Waxler. Evan, yes, Evan. We'll have to give him my address because he promised to send me, like, a case of um, Steakhouse Elite goodies. And I'm like, oh, shit, oh, yeah, that's going to happen. I'm not turning down free cheeseburgers. So um, <laughs> <laughs> look at me. So um, that was cool. Uh, who else did we kind of hang out with for a bit? April. We hung out with April. Um, and uh, we all made fun of the fact uh, that Terrell, once again, has missed Tinley. Um, and I even, like, weighed in a challenge. I said, listen, you can get Terrell to come out for Tinley. I'll give you a free snake. And she's, like, texting him, and he's like, I don't know. Yeah. So, I guess no free snake for April. Oh, what a shame. What a shame. (laughs) Guys can't even put plans together for two years in advance. You don't know what you're missing. Two years out. You can't figure it out. Jesus. Yeah. Shit together. But anyway, um, but it was fun. I mean, and, and, and there were certain animals that were at Tinley that I guess we, that aren't even on our radar that a bunch of other people were, like, totally gaga over. Um, like like what? Chad was telling me uh, Chad was telling me that he was sitting there, and he's walking oh, around, about and the apparently turtle. there was a 32-year-old, like, queen turtle or something like that. I forget exactly what he called it. But, and he was like, oh, my God. He's like, this is this is a turtle. He'd be like, I, he's like, I would have spent so much money in taking that thing back. He's like, but it's 32 years old. Um uh, how do how do you you know you can't find a mate for it? He goes, oh well, I could, but you know she's already so far in, and they won't be ready to breed until they're like thirty something. And I'm like, what the hell? So he was all excited about that. And I know he's kind of shifted into being you know getting into some turtle stuff, but um, that just goes to show you with that kind of crap. But there there were there were a ton of different really cool looking animals there. Yeah, I don't, I, man. You know, it's it's always, I always find it awesome when somebody's jazzed about a species, and you know, they sort of mm-hmm. get you pumped up. And um, you know, although I'm not a turtle keeper or had any interest in keeping turtles, you know, uh, I got excited because of, uh, you know, Chad talking about him. But uh, he's an awesome dude. Him and his wife, uh, they were at the bar. Yep. Um, I think when we were talking about those turtles and just hanging out and talking with them, he's a, he's a really good guy. Um, and, uh, he had, man, those inlands that he had. Yep. Super nice. Man. They were gorgeous. Yeah, yeah. I was talking to a few people that were coming up that they, they've never even seen, um, inlands ever before. Like they never seen inlands until this show. Uh, there were a bunch of them. There were, uh, uh, Todd had a bunch on his table, and then Chad had his, uh, I guess, do we call them sub-adults? Because he said they were going to be ready to roll by, like, next year or something like that, or... Oh, no, they were proven. I don't know what the hell. They were adults. Oh, really? Well, yeah. Keep quiet now. I don't know shit, and no one should ever listen to me. I don't know why you people continually do it. So... <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um. I got nothing for that statement. I'm sorry. We'll just yeah, no, move along. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> You're like agreed. It's like, oh, all right then. So, um, <laughs> uh, kind of let that ride. But uh, no, dude, it was um, it was a really good show. It was a really good time. And that, and like a lot of that stuff that we just talked about, that that was Saturday. 
So it was like, yeah, that wasn't even uh, Sunday. We, I know. So we, yeah, we we ended up doing like even more shit on Sunday. So I feel like there's so many things that we're not talking about that we talked about on the ride home that we're just like you know going and going. That's why I wish we could have recorded. I I can't forget um, to mention um, I got to uh, hang out with Tim Walton. Um, yeah. Gecko Nation Radio. Um, he was going around doing spots uh, for Gecko Nation Radio it. and asking questions. Mine. <laughs> I totally ruined it. Cause yeah. We're sitting there, and it's like, and he goes, just, 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 just do one for Gecko Nation Radio. I'm like, yeah, sure, fine. I'm like, this is Owen McIntyre with Rogue Reptiles, and what is it again? And he's like, and he Gecko Nation. I'm like, you're listening to Gecko Nation Radio, and it's like. And I'm like, you want me to do it again? He goes, no. And I'm like, all right, fine. So he goes, no, it was perfect. I loved it. And he walked away. And I'm like, oh, shit. I'm uh, like a complete idiot on air. Again. Tim is. So, yeah. It's just like, <laughs> Tim's an awesome guy. Uh, he definitely has, uh, uh, he has a cool show going. I'm not really, uh, you know, one of the things that we talked about with Tim was, is, um, and I've chatted with him about this before, is that, you know, even though I'm not necessarily a gecko guy, I do listen to their show. And the reason is, is because there's a lot of crossover uh, as far as I know uh, we sort of think that uh, our individual uh, species that we work with or, uh, you know, um, that all the drama that ensues or the excitement that ensues or anything like that is all sort of just in that group, but it's pretty much the same across you know, prices dropping, cool new morphs coming out, uh, you know, uh, just, you know, shit like that, um, how to take care of it, all that kind of stuff. So um, if you're into geckos or you had any interest in geckos, you should definitely go and check out uh, their podcast, um, Gecko Nation Radio. Uh, they got they got a lot of back episodes as well, and uh, they're really – well, now it's just Tim, but uh, he's a cool guy. Um, so I guess the one thing, uh, that I would ask you is what was the one thing that worked for you at the show? What do you think was your biggest success that you did this year that you haven't done in the past? Uh, the new lights, new lights. Okay. Yes. I got the new lights and I got like these led light bulbs. They're called like the light of day like light bulb and it was like the brightest shit on the planet and it really kind of brought really let the animals pop a little bit and it was great because I normally have to turn off the lights and let them cool down it's a freaking LED like sometimes the snake like when people are holding it it would jump towards the light and I'm always worried about like burns and horribleness we had a snake jump at the light and like touch the bulb but it's an LED bulb it wasn't even hot so that I liked. Um, the other thing that worked for me is I sent um, I sent my hobbit in first, and I let him do all the setup stuff, even though he <laughs> didn't do it right. Right. And then I flew in later. That worked well right. for me. So that's high end, man. Really bad. Yeah, I know. So high end, low maintenance, right there. That's right. Damn right. We'll hook so up stuff. It was, um, but it was basically as much as I love Tinley, as much as I put Tinley up on a little bit of a pedestal, it, it is a reptile show. And it's always, I treat it like every other reptile show. You set the table, 
set up the thing right, put this stuff out, run it that way, good to go. Mm-hmm. So um, what I will probably say is that I have a lot more things that I think you and I should do and get done before the next October Tinley. And the one thing you have repeatedly said, and that I kind of want to make it as like almost a priority is that we have the Morelia Python radio calendars at Tinley Park in October. Yes. Yeah. We're trying to think of ways Mm -hmm. that, um, I guess we could reply to, uh, I mean, uh, get some excitement going and, uh, you know, we talk about it every year, but, you know, we never make well, it happen, thing, I guess. Well, I mean, the other thing is also, and I, and I literally thought about this right before we got on air, is we have the show that announces the winners, but what if we had that show after Tinley Park where we had the calendars at Tinley Park? Yeah, I mean, that, that would be like awesome. what, like, dude, Kind of like what Keith was talking about with the whole, like, you don't debut it until Tinley Park. So... You know, the calendars go on sale after, uh, at Tinley Park as well as after Tinley Park, but we don't have the announcement show for the calendar of who won until after Tinley Park. So if you're at Tinley Park, you can get the calendar kind of like a sneak preview kind of deal. Oh, that's a good idea. Get it before it goes on sale kind of bull. So. Yeah. I like that idea. Yeah. I know. God damn. <laughs> I'm, I'm on a roll. That's like two great ideas in like three days. Yeah. I apparently need to really go to bed. So, yeah, slow, um, slow. <laughs> slow down. Slow down. Easy, buddy. Uh, yeah. Whoa. So, I guess the uh, the last thing, well, I guess what worked for me, you know, one thing that I changed from the year before was, um, so I try to have a theme going, and uh, when I take my pictures, uh, I take them on a black background, and I yeah. kind of wanted to recreate that. Um. Uh, (laughs) uh, you keep talking i'm gonna deal with this (laughs) okay so uh um i you know got these uh displays made to where it was like kind of like completely black in the whole bottom um and uh the problem is is that when you put the lights over it um you sort of um it sort of glares back so what I did yeah. was, and I'll share the picture over in the uh, the chat. Um, I uh, while you guys are arguing about dirt snakes, but uh, I'm not gonna, uh, oh my god, now you too. All right, no, go ahead. So I I got these black um, like it's almost like heavy stock paper, and I just put my yeah. logo on the stock paper, and then I put that down. So then you know it wasn't as as uh, glary. Although in this picture, when I took this picture, it's kind of glary because of the light. It was kind of glary. <laughs> but uh, you get the idea. It wasn't as bad when you were looking at the display. Um, I mean, uh, let's see. Uh, the big thing that just keeps going back is just making sure that you have adults there for people to check out. Um, yeah. You know, uh, I think that every time that I do a show, I think it's a learning experience and what you could do better next time. Um you know, if you if you sort of take a step back and try to, uh, you know, really think about, you know, could you have sold more? Could you have it's not, not even necessarily about selling more, but just getting people more excited about your animals. Um, 
and how do you draw them in? And it's just hard, especially with what I had. I had citrus tiger stuff and, um, you know, they weren't necessarily colored up yet. And, um, you know, I've said before the albino, the albino gene, for whatever reason, the animals are like slow to start and are not as steady with food and stuff. So it's, uh, it's a little bit difficult to sort of, uh, you know, get them they They always seem like they're a little bit behind, um, like other animals, if that makes sense. So, um, it does, you know, and I'm not one to just like push, push them, but it seems like they eat like every two weeks. You can't really push them to eat every week, you know, and sometimes they'll just skip and, you know, then it becomes like a month that they, that, that, that they'll miss oh. and then they're back on and then, yeah. you know, so, well, my albino um, was extremely frustrating, like extremely frustrating. Right. So it, it totally happens that way. Um, and then the last thing that I kind of, you know, we were, I, I was outside cause we were smoking cigars and, you know, we were outside chatting and then Howard had came out later on and uh, Howard had sat down <laughs> and he was talking about, you know, among the many things that Howard talks about is, uh, one of the things that stood <laughs> out to me <laughs> that, uh, for everybody that knows Howard, you know what I mean? But, um, one of the things that stood out to me that, you know, I, I, he came and sat down and we, we started talking before, I don't know what happened. Uh, somebody yelled jello shots or something and everything was, but, was finished. But what I was going to say is that, um, you know, he was talking about how it's, uh, our responsibility to each other to sort of keep mm-hmm. each other excited about the hobby and sort of, uh, you know, get each other, um, you know, to keep, to keep pushing along, so to speak, because sometimes you do, I mean, like I really, this past, I would say this past six months, I sort of went through a stage where, you know, not that I would quit, but just like, you know, oh man, you know, this is, it just, I sort of lost my focus, if that makes sense. And, um, uh, you know, I'm sure, you know, you guys that, are listening to the show, you can kind of hear, you know, from me and Owen and how we switch and how we move from this to that and everything else. But, um, I, uh, I don't know. I, I, I felt rejuvenated with the show, but you know, one of the things that I'd mentioned is, is that, uh, for me, like, you know, if I'm not feeling the greatest and I call into the show and then, you know, you're not feeling the greatest and it's like, uh, we're kind of it's both, hard to start it. Yeah. yeah, it's hard to it's hard to get excited about it, but you know, like when I go and I see see these the the hard work that a lot of the the uh, Morelia breeders are doing, and it, it gets me jazzed up again, you know, and 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 that's a good thing, and 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 we should have each other's back when it comes to that, because when we get upset, like you know, I, I did okay at the show, but I, I wouldn't say that I, I that it was. You know, I broke even. So is that a success? Yeah, uh, maybe, maybe not. You know, I don't know. Um, I guess it could be worse, but I I don't want to be like, oh man, I can't believe I didn't, you know, make a ton of money kind of thing and get all negative about it, you know. Try to stay positive. Um, so everybody has their show. I mean, what was it last year? Matt didn't make a single sale, and at the show, and then this year right. he made like three sales before the damn doors opened up and he was like just packing up retics in Borneos and that happens. Everybody has their show. Everybody's good shows and everybody has bad shows. You can't let it beat the crap out of you. But Howard 
is like a little miniature drunken Buddha where it's like moments of craziness and screaming and God knows what. And then it's like moments of like divine clarity where he says like profound shit. And you're like, what the hell? Where did that come from? So uh, he definitely does the whole like, you know, need to lift each other up, need to help each other out. Because he says like, oh, if I call him or him or him, he's like, hey, man, what's up? What's going on? How's your season going? And he's like, and all I want to hear is good news. Because I want to, you know, I might be down that day, and I want to hear what you're doing. I want to get excited about it. But if I call you and you're having the same exact thing, now we're both down. Now what? So it's it's that kind of stuff. So obviously, you know, the the, the forums apparently used to do that a lot more and a lot better. Uh, Facebook does it with the whole that of boys and congratulations and check this out and that kind of cool stuff. So we we definitely need that a little bit more. Um, especially when uh, one of us is kind of going through a tough, either a tough season. I mean, we've all had uh, a favorite animal that has either taken ill or died on us. There's a lot of different stuff that can totally knock somebody, just kind of lose the passion for this, if you will. And I know I just blew a ton of minds because I said it. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, you're right. Yeah. I mean, I, you, you brought up losing an animal. I lost poison ivy. That was a huge, a huge blow to me. I mean, you know, that was one of yeah. the animals in my collection that were, uh, you know, a, a, a quarter cornerstone. Um, you know, but it happens, and you just you get kicked in the I mean, kicked in the knees. You got to brush yourself off and get back up. I mean, well, it happens at the point is that here's the thing is that no matter what, at any moment with your collection, something will happen. Now it's your choice to, to whether that thing that just happened is going to be the one that makes you quit. And it's different for everybody and it affects everybody. So, I mean, like there was, we, we, we joke about it and there's always that one person who has been in it for a month has two snakes, one dies, and they sell it off, they're done, they quit. That's fine. I mean, if that was your point, not knocking you and saying that, you know, it's too bad or, you know, you're, you're too much of a wuss for it, but if that's your point, that's your point. Others will stay in it, will be in it for a while. Some people, some people like, uh, look at uh, Chad and Robin. Their entire facility burned to the ground, and yet they're still involved with the reptile community. It's like I, I, you'd find me in the shower trying to drown myself fully clothed. So right. I mean, that's that's just how it works. So. Yeah. Yeah. Absolutely. Um, so that's kind of the overview of Tinley. I don't know if there's anything else you want to hit on, but uh... that it was a blast, and that if you are ever fence about going, I one thousand. Percent, say go. Find some friends who are willing to go with you. Get a hotel room, guys. I slept on couch cushions on the <laughs> goddamn floor. You did. So, so that so for the one night that Bill saved me and brought me to his apartment, and let me sleep in a bed. All right. he did was I woke up in a bathtub full of ice the next morning with a bunch right. of stitches where my kidney would. Should I be concerned? <laughs> yeah. I he think says, that's how. He, he says because he's my doctor, it's okay. So I don't know. 
I, I think he took my kidney. So, um, but anyway, you, there's so many options with travel. There, there's flying, there's driving. You know, I bet you even take a goddamn boat. But you, you got to do it. Go to Tinley yeah. Park. And if you don't want to go to Tinley Park, go take a trip to another big show. Like, you know, yeah. if you can't make it to Tinley, go to the go to Arlington. You know, if if you're on the East Coast, you don't want to go to Tinley, go all the way to California for their shows. You know, it's yeah, the just, super just show. Take a trip. And... Yeah, go to a super show. Have yourself a blast because it's you're going to see a lot more animals, a lot, many new vendors. You're going to meet people that you only ever met online. And the other thing I would say is that if you also want to do a snake vacation, come to a carpet fest. I don't care which one you go to. There are plenty of them now. Go. Even if you're not in, like, what was it? Uh, Josh said he drove from Chicago to the Northeast Carpet Fest last year, and he's going to do it again this year. Right. Which is insane. But, you know, that's, he wants to do it. He said he had a freaking blast. So there's nothing stopping you guys but you. Most yeah. of that is directed at you, Terrell. I'm disappointed in you. Yes. <laughs> you have let us down, big man. <laughs> He's gonna be so sad. I don't mean it, Terrell. I'm just, you know, please don't get sad. Anyway, <laughs> um, but definitely, definitely come. It's, it, I promise you, nobody ever walks away here from not have not having a good time. Yeah. Yes, I agree. Uh, in- I thought you were gonna say something. No, your your mic was like cutting in and out there, so I didn't know what no, was going on. I ha- I have the hiccups, and I'm trying to fight through it. <laughs> uh, oh my god, this is a terrible show. <laughs> uh, one thing I, I one thing before we wrap it up and and get going, but um, the one thing that uh, Rob Stone Stone gave me a um, a, uh, a rosy boa, which um, is pretty cool. Uh, so I, 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 I got him here at the, okay. at the, at the place, but you know, what was funny is that, uh, Todd had stopped by, I think oh, it was Saturday was night going crazy. Yeah. And we were all sitting there smoking cigars and, um, you know, he came out and he comes, he comes over, he shakes my hand. He starts talking to me and he was talking about, he's like, I'm selling all all the carpets and I'm going to do Rosie Bowen. So he started showing me pictures Then Rob showing pictures to him and they're going crazy over Rosie Bowen. back and forth, back and forth. Look at this one. Look at that one. Da, 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 da. So, uh, pretty nuts, but, uh, but, uh, was still cool at the same time. So, uh, Rob gave me, uh, gave me one to try out, see how I like it. Um, so Taking far for a spin. <laughs> yeah. So far I dig it. The, the strike, the stripes are, are pretty badass, and uh, I lo- I'm a sucker for stripes, so uh, I'm, I don't know. I'm pretty excited about that. I saw them at Nerd. I know. I can't help it, man. I saw them at Nerd, and I was pretty – I know, right? I saw them at Nerd, and I was pretty excited when I saw them, so uh, uh, I don't know. You know, uh, now I got one. We'll see how it goes. <laughs> yeah, we, we took – Will, cause you have, yeah. you're, I'm sorry, I'm just yeah. making fun of you, but ah, that's no, okay. it was a, it's, it's a cool little rosy bow, and I mean, I've 
I, I had Rosie Boas, like the ones that like, they kind of fall into my lap when people are like, I bought this, I don't know what the hell I'm doing with it. So right. they're cool. I never really dived into them, but it, it, I could definitely see where, I mean, even Eric Kohler was like, man, Rosie Boas. I'm like, what the hell is up with Rosie Boas? He's like, oh, they were like the first ever, like, locality thing. He's like, and I'm a locality nut. And I'm like, oh, true. So, I mean, that's just where it goes. If that's another cool little project, they're not very large. So what, like a 28 or a 32? Hell yeah. Why not? Yeah. So, so I'm pretty excited. So, so be wary for that. <laughs> yeah. Um, so, yeah, I guess, uh, I guess we'll call it, uh, call, wrap it up and, uh, let's, let's, let's get some sleep, Owen. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Let's get some sleep. Good should, Lord. We I'm burnt really, out. We should really call off the week, the, the Tuesday after 10 minutes. Just like no show. No. no show. <laughs> we'll have a recap after, like, we, we, no show after 10 minutes. We will have the recap the week later so that we can plan and we're not retarded on the phone. But I guess people yeah. like it, so why not? So. Yeah, usually we're not that bad. So next week, no, we're gonna have Dave. Uh, well, it's not locked in a hundred percent yet, but uh, he's open. Oh, good. So more than likely, we're gonna have Dave on, and we're gonna be talking blackheads. <laughs> Dave from High Caliber Herps. God damn it! Um, <laughs> keep going, keep going. Yeah, <laughs> stop now. We're so close. I know. <laughs> um, so he's gonna be. Uh, he's gonna be. Ho- hopefully here next week talking blackheads. And of course he keeps uh, IJs as well. So pretty excited about that. Um, nice. Let's, so uh, let's see. Um, don't forget about our calendar contest. It's uh, live, it's man. Good. Yeah, it's live. It's ready to go. Uh, we have uh, what, maybe a week left, week and a half. Mm-hmm. Uh, Eleven one sixteen at twelve a.m. is when you did a lot uh, of, cut off a lot of good entries. Um, none of Bills will ever make it to the calendar. I swear to God. So sorry, <laughs> Bill. The, the ball python. It's pronounced Royal, but I'll let oh. it go. So <laughs> yeah, Jesus. Yeah, yeah, definitely go and throw your picks up in there. Um, stop reading that uh, thing, close out the show. It's <laughs> over on Morelia Pick of the Week. Um, you can go and find, um, you know, uh, the thread over on the Pick of the Week. It's pinned at the top. Uh, just make sure that you put what category uh, you're entering the animal in and something small about uh, – some small comment about that animal. Uh, no tub shots. Think top quatch, top quatch, top oh, notch God. quality animals uh, shots uh, for the calendar. So um, make sure uh, make sure that uh, you go and check that out. Um, so you only have until uh, yeah, like I said, it's only it's only a, um, like a week it and a half. So the end of the month, yeah. So yep. you guys have it until. You know, if, if if kids are knocking on your door looking for candy, you missed it. So don't wait. Go throw them up there. Put in the category and then tell us about the animal, what it is. Um, don't just put down the animal's name. 
That is not tell us anything. Tell us what the hell it is. Because sometimes people will throw it up in there and maybe they put it in the wrong category and we have to adjust. So do that. Enter as many times as you want. Enter with whatever you want. We'll start throwing up the announcements, and we'll have the calendars out for you guys as soon as possible. It's a cool calendar. It's an awesome calendar. You can use it for marking down all the stuff that happens on your snake room like I do, and you get to stare at some really cool animals all year long. So definitely do that. Um, uh, You want me to just close it out because you're, like, hiccuping and dying over here? Yes. Okay. So (laughs) go to – Facebook, look up the radio show. It's Merle Python Radio. Uh, also, go and join the Merle Pick of the Week podcast. Uh, post up a ton of different pictures of your Merlea, uh on the Merle Pick of the Week. We only ask, you know, for sale ads. You can also go to MerleaPythonRadio.com to find out all the stuff about the show as well as general information about the Merlea complex. If you have any questions, comments, future guests, requests, or if you yourself want to be a future guest, go ahead and email us at info at MoreliaPythonRadio.com. Eric Burke is E.B. Morelia. He's got some really cool shit. I know because I've been staring at it for three days. There's a lot of het albino tigers. He's got a bunch of caramel stuff as well. And some really cool other stuff off the cuff with that. Uh, definitely go check out his site. That's EBMorelia.com. Or you can find him on Facebook at E.B. Morelia. You can go to rogue-reptiles.com where all the latest stuff on Rogue is up there, as well as babies for sale. You can also look up Rogue Reptiles on Facebook.com. Give the Facebook page a like. We'll throw some stuff your way. The next show I have for me will be the December Hamburg. There are other shows that are going to come up between now and then, and I'll let you guys know if I'll be vending or just attending. All babies can be delivered to those shows for free. That's all I got, and that's all we got. So we're going to get out of here real quick is a short sweet episode um uh, we've had we've done plenty of talking at Tinley park and the drive to and back so we're going to rest our voices and we're going to catch everybody back here next week for some more morelia python radio good night